Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Welcome to the upper room. I don't know if you realized it, but there's a little something extra going on in here today, and I don't intend to get in the way of that. So if you made if you made the investment to come out here tonight, you're getting a bigger share of the pie. So get ready. Get ready. Come on, God, I thank you that tonight you have already moved, but I declare that we would see with fresh eyes. I release that word that we would see. It's already happening. Hmm. Yeah, some amazing things were happening during worship. I don't know if you guys caught that. But that, that, was, that was there for those who could already see. But I'm telling you, Tonight, it's vision week. But how do you see? What is the cry of your heart? If, if you've been coming here tonight and you got here and during worship, if there was a, a tug on your heart that God was wanting to reveal something and you just got that little extra fire in your heart or in your belly, come forward to the altar. I, I know that this is true that you felt it, you felt it, you felt, God, I don't know what's going on, but I feel something stirring. And the word that I felt God release over that is let them see. So worship to me, I'm gonna ask you to keep pace. Tonight's gonna be ministry in a way that you probably didn't anticipate. because God is doing something in here and, and we're, we're not going to rush it. In the upper room, it was simply awaiting. People were trickling out. It was awkward. It was weird. What do I do with my hands? And so many people had the hunger But it was, I, I fully believe that it was the hunger in them to see. And I, I, I believe that God is revealing things in this room tonight because of the hunger. I want you to know that God is looking to see if you will surrender your expectation and let your hunger grow rampant. See, it's, it's the religious spirit that keeps us from being hungry. The, the devil wants to get in us and say, you can only ask for so much and then you're being cocky. Oh, your discipleship isn't there. Your character isn't there. Your mistakes disqualify you. You can't possibly be hungry enough for all of it. That's a lie. Be audacious with your hunger. Not with what's in your mind. Be audacious. There's a wave of this coming through the room again. 
I want you to think about that. Be audacious in your hunger. I want you right now, close your eyes, deep breath. You don't need to play along. You don't need to stir anything up. You don't need to speak in tongues. I just want the cry of your heart right now to say, God, I'm hungry for you. God, I release your spirit over this altar. I release it. I release it. Let it melt your shoulders. Let it warm your heart. Let it come in and touch you. Let it overwhelm you. Let it overwhelm you. I don't care what people have said. I don't care what you've thought. Let it overwhelm you. Here it is. Here it is. It's coming. It's coming. I don't know about you, but I'm willing to let you guys stay up front for a few minutes while I speak. You guys can do whatever you want. Go to your seat. Stay up front. Take a knee. I don't care. Let's have some fun with this tonight. I think God's not done. What do you guys think? I'm not going to speak for long, but I feel like there's one, one verse in particular that we got to release. And, and worship team, are you okay to keep at this? I mean, I'm good if you're good. I'll get band-aids for your fingers after playing for so long. Look, I, I love today because not only is it vision week, it's fasting week. Is anyone fasting right now? Yeah. There's something special about fasting. I, I'm going to save that for a separate message, but there's one particular fast and example from the Bible that I want to touch on, and it's the famous 40-day fast of Jesus. See, there's a lot of famous fasts, Daniel and some of the other people who do cool things, and certain fasts carry certain purposes in the Spirit. I'll teach that some other day. But Jesus, how did he enter his ministry? He fasted for 40 days. He came down from the mountain. He was baptized and the Holy Spirit fell upon him. And then what happened? As soon as Jesus fasts, he gets baptized and he gets filled with the Spirit. So we know right there, fasting is for sanctification. It prepares us to carry the Spirit to a greater measure. But what was the first thing Jesus did after he got filled with the Holy Spirit? He walked into a synagogue that, that Saturday, and it says the scroll was handed to him, but I believe he requested this scroll. It was Isaiah 61. You guys want to pop that up on the screen? Because I don't have it memorized. This is Jesus' first recorded preach. He's just been filled with the Holy Spirit. He did not release any word without receiving the word. Our, our good thoughts and our good intentions are nothing without being filled with the Holy Spirit. In the first preach Jesus ever gave, he opened up the scroll in Isaiah 61. He said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Let's keep going. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Keep going. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them 
beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me to work in the miraculous. Is the Spirit of God in you? Is it upon you? All those things that it says in 61, heal the brokenhearted, cleanse the sick, do set the captives free. The Spirit of the Lord God is, is on us to set people free, that we would establish them as trees along the foundation of the river, the stream that is of heaven. But what is verse four say, let's pop that back up. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the desolation of many generations. When we read Isaiah 61, Jesus read it as his first preach. And he was telling them, this is me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to release these things. But that was pre-resurrection. See now, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You have been anointed to do these things. We look at that prayer of Jesus and say, that is Jesus's gift to me. But you're the subject of that. You are the ones called to let the Spirit rest upon you, to go into the world to raise up ministry so people can be planted and rebuild the desolate cities. See, the people who rebuild the desolate cities are the people who the Spirit of the Lord falls upon and then brings healing to. See, it's vision week. And I gotta be honest, I looked at my vision card at first and I got really convicted because it was a wish list. God, I want a promotion. God, I want a car. God, I want this. I want so-and-so to come to church. And look, God loves your desires. But if God is just the answer to our prayer, that's only half the equation. The reason Jesus opened that scroll in Isaiah 61 is to say, not only am I the answer to your prayers, you're the answer to mine. And as you're praying, as you're fasting, as you're looking upon the vision for your life, God, what is this all for? What are the things I wanna lift up to you? Yes, give God your desires. God, here are the prayers I want you to answer for me, 100%. but you're God's answer to prayer. We are God's answered prayer in the earth. And the vision God has for your life is how you will rebuild the desolate cities, how you will set the captives free, how you will bring healing and deliverance, how you will take all of these things and you will take ownership of them and say that verse in Isaiah is me. I hold the responsibility to be God's answered prayer on the earth. And so I had to reshape. I actually had to go back to my vision card and say, these are things I want, but this is not what I was meant to do. There's an entire throne room in heaven. And God's given us the keys. Why? Because we are his answered prayer. When his spirit is upon us, we receive the anointing, we receive the assignment, we receive everything that is necessary. We receive the vision. The vision God has for your life isn't just the cool things that you're gonna get. He takes care of that. What is your role to play? 
in rebuilding the ancient cities, redeeming the desolations. It's there. Don't tell me you don't have a purpose. Don't, don't, don't say my, my purpose is small, it's tiny, it's insignificant. You're looking through human eyes. Look, if, if my vision was based on the things that I see, my vision card would be very justice-oriented. You know, if, if I was assuming that God's purposes for me were based on what I can see, what I see is injustice, what I see is lack, and the vision over my life is gonna be the completion of justice, the filling of lack. And it sounds good, but that's not all that you were meant to be. You guys know what I mean by that? There is more that God has for you. That's why there is no vision from God without vision from God. Our ability to see, our ability to see, how can you lift up a vision to God without God first revealing it? You are the answer to his prayer. His prayer has specificity over your life. I want you guys to think about the things that you have, your goals and your, your desires for this year. But then I want you to ask God, what do you have for me? What's wild and audacious? What could I never see unless you showed me? See, we started the service here by asking God, show me. And he showed himself. Now we're gonna ask again, God, show me. And he's gonna show us ourselves. You following? It's good that we started by saying, God, show me you. And we had breakthrough. But now, God, now that I've seen you, show me me. And you know he's shown it to you because it's too big for you. It's too big for you. The vision God has for your life is broader than the sight that you have. Only God can reveal how he really wants to use you. And when you know that, behold, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, right? He's saying, now you get it. Here's the keys to the throne room. Come on up to the throne room of heaven and get everything that is needed for the assignment. There is no lack for the one who sees what God reveals to them about himself and about themselves. So let's stay in this posture. Now we're gonna say, God, show me, but not show me you. God, show me me. And every warring thought that tries to get in the way I cancel that right now in Jesus' name. Warring thoughts are not allowed. This is not an op. This is not of your understanding. This is of your hunger. So repeat after me, Father God. I see you. I receive your Spirit. Reveal myself to me. Show me who I am. 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 Be still before the Father and let him show you. Let him show you who you are. Let him show you who you are.
Just let him, let him overwhelm you. The hardest, it's actually harder than most prayers because it's meant to be overwhelming. You don't have to understand it. If God chooses to put you on the biggest platform, that's his prerogative, not yours. How prideful do you need to be to turn down the highest positions that God has in the kingdom? He's looking for those who are willing to submit to his vision. So let him show you. If you need to take a moment, I, I think we even have vision cards on your seat. Take some time, soak, write it down, journal this. Let God speak to you while you're up here, while you're at your chair. I'm gonna give a couple minutes. I'll pull some people up to pray for them. But I want you to write what God is telling you. I want you to have a testimony of just the earliest glimpses of what God is telling you. Who are you? So if you need to go back to your chair and get your vision card or you get your phone and start journaling, do it. There's no decorum here. Was there a decorum in the upper room? Was everyone just sitting peacefully, telling Holy Spirit what to do? No, there's times where everything has to be subject to what's going on. So I want you to ask God and take note. What is he saying? What is he giving you? What is he giving you? God, show me. How am I called to release? How am I called to build the ancient, rebuild the ancient desolations to the ancient cities, the things of old? God, how am I the answer to your prayers? Calf and knee injuries come up front. Felt, I felt more in the calf, but it could be tied to the knee as well. Okay. Look, I'm no one special. If God chooses to work through me, just because I let him show me the truth of Isaiah 61, The miraculous is nothing more than an understanding that heaven is open to me. That sounds blasphemous, that sounds hard, it sounds unworthy. But one thing I have learned is that heaven is open to me for the rebuilding, for the setting free. So right now, I'm gonna release healing because God has desired to do so. This door in heaven is open right now. Here it comes. Here it comes, healing over that calf. Healing. It's gonna course through you. It's gonna course through you. That, that injury has been example after example of all the ways that you haven't quite been able to step into the fullness of the calling. It's just, you've almost said to God, see one more thing, one more reason why I don't, I don't stretch so big, why I don't quite believe all of these things. But God says, no, you have no idea the stages I have prepared for you. <coughs> Let me show you. Watch this. He's, I speak a renewing of your thoughts. As he heals your calf, as he heals your body, it's a sign 
what he's doing in your mind, that he's taking away, he's taking away the affliction and the excuses that the enemy has tried to bring against you. I release healing right now, healing. Okay, right now in the name of Jesus, I rebuke infirmity. I release healing. And I declare that the pain that has kept you from dreaming bigger is handed over to him. He gives you right now fresh, fresh. He's taking away all disqualifiers. It's like there's, there's this basket of disqualifiers. It's like in a milk crate. I see this basket of disqualifications that you've been carrying. And God says, I don't care. Put it down and run towards me. Think like the prodigal son. Put the basket down. Run to me. Run to me. Just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. Thank you, Father, for showing him right now. For releasing. For releasing heaven's anointing. It's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger. Let it overwhelm you. Let it, let it overwhelm you right now. The things he has over your life, it's meant to be overwhelming. You won't be crushed in the way that you think. Thank you, Father, right now. I release healing. I release healing over the body, over the body, over the body. Um, there's shame that's been tied to something on that, and shame has caused the, ho the hobble. And I break the bond that shame has had over your life, and I declare that healing returns to you as shame breaks, breaks off of you. Yeah, it's been hard to see. You've seen God's healing, but you haven't seen his future for you because there's there are hidden shames. And he says, give them to me. Give them to me. Release healing over you. Healing over your whole body. It is not an affliction of injury. It's an affliction of internal pain. I just speak. Release that. Release that. Thank you, Father, for healing. Healing, healing. Thank you, God, right now. made over you when you were younger that you're just not an emotionally exertive person that emotions have been bad yet you're, you are emotionally wired there it's almost like you've been wired one way and you've been told not to be allowed to be that way but i'm telling you there is a strength inside of you there's an empathy inside of you to see because your heart breaks for things god can trust you with the restoration so i release healing over you right now in the name of jesus Release healing over your body, over your legs, over your knees. I release it. I release it. But there's a new sensitivity in you that you are a phenomenal minister, Brian. You're a phenomenal minister. You're a phenomenal minister. You are not less than because of what you felt, but you are being trusted to carry the burden of so many, yet to you it won't be burdened. You are a pastor, you are a leader. In fact, in the marketplace, your leadership will increase as your emotional quotient gets unlocked. It's not a skill you need, it's a freedom to allow yourself. But I see you rising in business because of the way that you just know how to see people. You just know how to see people. Do not be afraid of that. You have the ability to see people. It's gotta be release that, release that. 
Thank you, God. I break the warring thoughts. I break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. Come on. Come on. Here's what we're going to do. If you still need God to speak to you, linger. If there is any aspect of your world that feels hindered because of physical ailment or injury, I want my my ministry team to get queued up here, okay? There is an anointing here tonight to release captives. And I particularly feel the captivity of, of a body that cannot perform to the degree at which you, you, you just know the vision is carrying you. If there's a physical ailment that is causing you to step back from stepping in fully to the vision God has for you, I want you to come forward. My ministry team will meet you up here. And ministry team, this is impartation. This is impartation. This is the laying on of hands and the releasing of something Holy Spirit. Okay, and if you have a physical ailment that has kept you from believing, from fulfilling the bigness God has for you, come up and get get hands laid on you from our ministry team. What we'll do is we'll close out with a song and I'll come up to excuse the service in a couple minutes. something (laughs) that's beyond description. Know that whatever you experienced tonight happened. Whatever you experienced tonight happened and it can happen again. It can happen again. God, I thank you for each and every one of these people as we release this service. I declare that your goodness falls upon us, that our vision would be open, fresh, that we would see and that we would remember what you have for us. Speak to us the vision of what you truly have as we go forth tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.